Welcome to Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast with Elizabeth Crawford, where I dish with trendsetters, tastemakers, and industry experts about everything from emerging trends to marketing strategies to regulatory pressures. Nuts and seeds in the U.S. are finally reaching superfood status, thanks in part to a perfect storm of growing consumer demand for nutrient-dense, on-the-go snacks and a diminishing fear of fats, along with the rising popularity of flexitarian and paleo diets, both which emphasize the power of nuts and seeds as a good source of plant-based protein. As a result, sales of seeds and nuts and trail mixes are on the rise, with Euromonitor predicting that the retail value of nuts, seeds, and trail mixes will climb 0.8% to reach $6.62 billion by the end of this year, compared to 2016. Of this trio, seeds appear to be the real powerhouse for growth. According to the nutrition trade magazine Today's Dietitian's fifth annual What's Trending in Nutrition survey, seeds hold the number one spot in a list of top 10 superfoods for 2017. The magazine's survey the prior year also highlighted the power of seeds, predicting that their sales would grow 10% over the next five years. Comparatively, nuts are third on the list of the top superfoods and are predicted to grow only 1.7% in the next five years. To learn more about the nutritional benefits and marketing potential of seeds in the U.S., I visited with several manufacturers that are showcasing products with seeds at the Summer Fancy Food Show in New York City in mid-June. My first stop was with the booth of Annalise Nutrition LLC, where I chatted with company founder Annalise Stern about her Power of Three seed blends, which are actually blends of four seeds and different spices sold in sachets or a resealable pouch. Well, these blends are all the same base of hemp, mostly hemp, pumpkin, chia, and flax, and I add coriander, and that helps with the digestibility. Coriander is a really nice herb for digestibility, so that you can digest all these seeds really well and assimilate them for their most nutrition value. I have five different flavors. I've got the original, which is just the base, and then the, the turmeric, which is the anti-inflammatory elixir. It's got turmeric, black pepper to activate it, and um, cardamom. And then the coconut goji is like the energy powerhouse. It gives you a lot of energy. I had it this morning. <laughs> I put it with my oatmeal, and it's got coconut goji berries with the base of seeds. And then there's maple cinnamon, and that one is the blood sugar um, kind of modifier. So you can add it to anything that you think might have a glycemic hit for you later, like a lot of carbs, fruit, whatever. And it helps even that out and give you energy rather than a blood sugar spike. And then finally, which is my very favorite, it's on the bottom over there, is sea salt garlic. It has Himalayan sea salt and garlic. Everything's organic and gluten-free, obviously. And um, I source it all myself. Um, it's just really clean. Good stuff. She explained that each blend represents her company's power of three philosophy, which is about providing a balance of protein, omega-3s, and fiber. She also explained what attracted her to each of the specific seeds in her blends. 
Hemp is, it's got a perfect balance of omega-3s and omega-6s. And omega-6s have gotten a bad rap because processed foods has highly, highly processed oils that end up being super high in omega-6s. And we do need omega-6 in our diet because it helps our blood coagulate and stuff like that. But um, if you have too many of them, then it causes inflammatory problems because it is inflammatory. That's how our blood coagulates. But... A lot of people don't know that, so they think they shouldn't have omega-6s. But as long as you have a balance of omega-3 and omega-6, then that's good. So that's the omega piece. The other part of hemp seeds is full of protein and all kinds of really amazing nutrients that can help your body heal. So it's, it's really amazing. Um, the chia seeds, obviously, chia seeds are so hip right now, but they really are good for you. They have a ton of omega-3 fatty acids and a ton of uh, fiber. So, um, then you have flax seeds. You know, they've been around forever, but lots and lots of omega-3s there and lots of fiber. And then uh, pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin seeds are great too. They have a great omega balance and lots of vitamins and minerals. And they're delicious. Stern explained that while she initially was attracted to seeds for their deliciousness, but she also liked their nutritional powerhouse and easy-to-eat-on-the-go status. The whole inspiration behind this was I went to nutrition school at Integrated Nutrition Institute here in New York, and I learned about how powerful seeds really are. And if you think about it, it's something that's in the ground. You add water and sun and it becomes something, right? So it's a powerhouse of nutrients. And if you take that in, your body knows what to do with it. It's not like a supplement. It's actually a food, but it's got so many nutrients in it, it's better than a supplement, you know? And so each of those seeds by themselves are really good for you, but then when you add them together, it kind of synergizes their powers, because they all have something the other one doesn't have, and they kind of mesh together to make something one really wonderful thing. Plus, you don't have a bunch of bags in your pantry of seeds. You've got them all in one, you can take it with you on the go. I'm actually a... Um, a pilot for a living and um, I don't ever find really good foods anywhere. I mean, it's hard. It's very hard to find really, really good foods. So I started making that for myself and realized that it made a difference. So that's the biggest test of all. Not just what they say is in there, but how it actually made me feel. So I, I just started making it and selling it at farmer's markets and then it evolved into grocery stores and actually more like health food stores in the area and then um, bigger bigger areas as I went to the expos got bigger bigger audience. In the five years since Stern launched, she has seen the seed category evolve and expand quickly. It really has evolved. Um, in 2012, it was kind of, I think, like the infancy stages. It took a lot to explain to people what the seeds were and what they did and what omega-3s were. And it seems like it has taken off since then. And I, uh, there are a lot of companies that do similar things like this, but not exactly this. So I'm the only one that does this. As Stern said, the seed space is filling up fast. And one of the newest brands in the category is Seeds of Wellness, which Benexia launched at the Summer Fancy Food Show in June. Paulina Palazzoa explained that Benexia has 15 years of experience with chia seeds, 
including making an oil as well as fiber and protein ingredients from the seeds for manufacturers. But based on the seed's broad consumer appeal, Benexia decided last year to create a value-added retail brand, which became Seeds of Wellness, or So. In So, we have um, a line based a line of products based in chia. We have chia pastas, gluten-free, um, that we're totally launching for the show. Um, we have a chia crunch. Chia crunch is toasted chia seeds, so you don't get the jelly, the jelly part of the chia. <laughs> we have a um, chia shake, which is a protein, con- pro- concentrated protein for the smoothies. We have also the chia baker, that is chia flour. It's a line completely gluten-free. Um, it's a line that comes with all the claims that are hot now. It, we are an ancient grain. We are superfoods. We are plant-based protein because chia, you know, it's a high source of it's the highest source of omega-3 in nature. But it also has lots of protein, antioxidants, and lots of fiber. So it's really complete. It's really nutritious. Um, that's what I would say related to soul. Taking a closer look at each component of the line, Penaloza explained how the chia pasta and the chia flour stand apart from the competition. Um, well, we are launching the chia pasta because there is no chia pasta available in the market. So that, that's why we decided to create that product. Um, it is, it would, I would say it's, it's like a whole grain pasta. It's brown, um, very tasty. Um, and uh, it, the thing is, the only thing you need to care is that when you cook it, uh, as it is an artisanal process, how we how we manufacture the pasta, the water will look a little browny. That's the only thing that may may I don't know uh, get worried to our customers. But uh, but apart from that, you need you need to add lots of water, boiling water. And you have it al dente. It's beautiful. It's really, really nice. The flour is also something interesting because you can use it as, as part of the mix of flours for a gluten-free bread or cookies or pancakes. Um, something interesting is that when usually when you bake gluten-free stuff, you need to add santangam, which is basically something chemical. Uh, the jelly thing, this jelly sub- substance that has the chia seed, is sticky. So you don't have to use santangam when you bake with with uh, chia flour. As for the seeds, Penaloza said so's versions are like chia 2.0, and that some are roasted so that consumers can use them in a variety of dishes, such as salads, soups, and on fruit, without having to worry about them turning into jelly which can be a major turnoff to some shoppers. Penaloza also explained that chia oil is unique in that it is more stable than olive oil and packs several additional nutritional benefits, such as antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties. While these companies primarily sell seeds as standalone products, seeds also add dimension to finished goods, such as R.W. Garcia's snack crackers. 
The senior director of marketing for RW Garcia explains how and why the company uses seeds. Our, our crackers are a really exciting blend of corn and veggie. Um, we have sweet beet, sweet potato, and kale. And all of them are three seeds, incorporating flax seeds, sesame, and chia. And the seeds are a great component. They give a new flavor to the corn and vegetable base. Flax seeds give a nutty taste to it. Of course, sesame has a really strong flavor as well. And the chia has a lot of health benefits. Well, I believe the consumer interest in seeds tends tends towards the health benefits. I, I think that that's definitely where the industry is going. People are looking for more... Um, more fiber, more um, omegas, more health benefits in their snack foods. And that's why we've been using seeds for this time. It also just gives a totally different taste to a traditional corn product. As much as consumers want healthier products, many are still price sensitive, especially in the conventional channel. And because seeds can be so expensive, manufacturers need to innovate ways to lower the product's price point, according to Teresa Newman of Natiera. One way Nadiera convinces shoppers to pay more for seeds is by covering them with chocolate, adding value, and making them a treat worth splurging on. It also has lowered the price point per unit by offering smaller-sized shakers. So the biggest trend we're seeing with our chia back here is this uh, black chia seed shaker. So, you know, a lot of people, you go into, uh, you know, Wegmans or something, and you might buy this for $13. $12.99. For a consumer that doesn't know why they need to be eating chia in a conventional setting, they are not going to spend $13 for this product. I'm being honest. Like, I'm a mom, and I spend money at the grocery, and I'm trying to stay on a certain budget, you know, and nope, I would not go into my cart. Now, if you go to something like a shaker that is a smaller package, and it is a smaller retail, so now you're looking at $6.99 retail, $5.99 retail, a consumer that's like, oh, I've heard the trend about this. I might actually buy this. So conventional has a long way to go because they're following natural suit and bringing this to conventional, but they don't have the natural buyers. They have some of them, not all of them. But they don't have the natural buyers in the stores that are willing to spend $14 for a bag of chia seeds. So they need to really innovate on uh, sizing, and that's one of the reasons that we've really seen a lot of growth with our little shakers because we have them in the cacao, the nibs, the cacao with maca, which is also a new trend, and uh, the chia. So it's just a better price point. And, you know, sitting next to conventional as it gets on the shelf of like a Giardelli or something, you're within 50 cents to a dollar. What consumer isn't going to say, I want the raw, organic, fair trade option. So that's kind of where we are with conventional. still education behind uh, the product, and I think it's... Kind of the manufacturers are doing a decent job of trying to educate on packaging, but there's so much legalities and, you know, open yourself up to lawsuits and things like that, that you really can't do a whole lot of education. The education still belongs to the natural world. Conventional wants a piece of pie, but natural, you know, really is where the education sits or lies, I guess. As these companies illustrate, there are a lot of ways to use seeds and market them to increasingly aware consumers, but there's also still plenty of room for innovation and growth. With that, we've come to the end of another episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast. I hope you'll join me again next week for another installment. Until then, this is Elizabeth Crawford wishing you a productive and profitable week.